This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Well, last year, 90 New Zealanders drowned, the highest year for drowning fatalities since uh, 2011. Yet, parents are putting their children in danger, apparently, by not prioritising swimming lessons. Uh, new research revealing that nearly half of New Zealand kids do not attend lessons, and one in five parents have no intention of enrolling their children despite summer being the peak drowning season. Uh, worrying this report. Let's hear a little bit more about it and how we might address this issue with uh, David Gerrard, CEO of Water Safety New Zealand. Morena, Daniel, good to have you with us. Morena. Daniel, um, perhaps you could tell us uh, about this Swim Safer report and what else it revealed. Well, look, we're, we're really, really clear that um, learn to swim is a crucial tool in the toolbox um, along with all water safety, skill development and education and all those preventative measures. So we need to start as young as possible, but it needs to be lifelong learning. We need to not only be focusing just on these little people, uh, but there may need to be some interventions and, and reminders all through life. Um, we've got older males at the moment behaving really, really badly um, and making some silly judgment errors. So we've got to start with these little ones and, and start getting the messages through. Some of these figures from the report are quite worrying, aren't they? Um, 31%, almost a third of parents believe that their child's swimming skills and confidence in the water is very low. Yeah, really scary if mums and dads are saying that. But on the other hand, mums and dads can't afford to send their children to you know, professionally run swimming lessons. What can we be doing now? In the past, school teachers and school pools was the perceived answer, uh, but things have moved on. Times have changed. Now, the curriculum still states that um, children up until the end of that intermediate school age need to have um, developed or had the opportunity to, to build some aquatic experience, but that's a really, really loose term. So what we're sort of advocating is that, yes, school teachers can, can do some of the basic work, the floating, the the moving through the water, the really basic stuff that can keep kids safe um, until someone comes to rescue them. But then it's a need for some really professional and some some pretty robust skill development by by swim schools and you know professional swim coaches. Now, I guess it's the case also in many families that that the parents themselves only have a pretty basic um, swimming ability themselves, it might not be that parents are in the best place to be able to to provide the kind of training that um, their kids might yeah. need? Yeah, no, no question at all. And we do know that, that parents who have had uh, perhaps harrowing situations or have got themselves into trouble are really resistant often to get back into the water themselves. And that, that flows on to the kids. So, look, we just need to find ways to... to ramp up the involvement and the engagement and, and make sure that these, these kids are safe in all these aquatic environments. We live on a, an island. We've, we've got fantastic lakes and waterways. We've got to enjoy that, and that's what it's about. It's about giving people the skills uh, and the abilities to, to have lifelong enjoyment in, in the water. It's just got to start with the basics when you're young. Daniel, probably no surprise in this day and age with all the current talk around the economy that, that one of the inhibiting factors that's been cited in this report is that um, more than half parents surveyed believe that the swimming lessons were too expensive for them. Um, 
but uh, you know there is a way forward on this. Do you think? Yeah, look, there's there's a few things there. No question that we're living in a, a very troublesome stage, and and actually we're seeing it play out um, in a lot of kai gathering opportunities and experiences that are going on. We're seeing a lot of people die out fishing, diving, collecting kai uh, for the need rather than the want for recreation. They're actually dying because they need to put food on the table. So we know that this is a, an issue. So to then translate that down to you know, the cost of perhaps $20 for a lesson, that's really expensive. So what we have done this year in partnership with the Swim Coaches and Teachers uh, group is a Swim at Ford program. So it works the same way as you know, you're paying a coffee forward for somebody. Um, if you're in a position to be able to donate a swimming lesson, then, you know, that would be appreciated and a number of the swim schools are matching that. So um, we're finding ways to hopefully subsidise some of these costs. Tell us a little bit about how that can work if someone wants yeah, to make so, that contribution. Yeah, uh, safeswim.org.nz um, is where you can go and um, yeah, there's a give a little sort of page set up there to to contribute. Um, yeah, and and you know it's not this shouldn't be the way forward. And I think um, you know it does highlight conversations with with wider groups at a local and central government um, table that that this needs to be discussed a little bit further. Youngsters. Um who get all excited about the summer and all the things that comes with that, visits to the beach, visits to lakes and other waterways. Um, you can understand their kind of their 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 excitement about, you know, being away from school and having this playtime. Um, but there'll be many out there that as very young ones who who, who don't feel confident about stepping into the water and don't feel confident, perhaps even about the thought of taking swimming lessons. What would you say to a, to a young person who uh, who might uh, be on that kind of that at that point in their in their lives when they're ready age wise for swimming lessons but not maybe mentally ready? Yeah. I think you'll find that, that the environment that's set up by these professional swim schools, you know, makes it so inviting and so um, rewarding for kids to be involved. So they do that really, really well. What we need to be doing is is generating, I guess, this belief by parents that um, they've, they've got to supervise their kids. They really need active supervision. So if you're talking about, you know, taking a little New Zealander to the beach, you're going in the water, you've got to be with them. You've got to be within arm's reach, not sitting on the beach, looking at your phone or reading your book. You've got to be within arm's reach. So all those all those supporting supervisory type functions, um, that's what we need to see. That's what we need parents to do because that does instill the confidence in the little one knowing that they're going to be safe. Well it is swim safe a week. It's a really good opportunity for parents to take a moment, I suppose, to think about um, their own family and whanau and and how the skills within that family and whanau will develop in terms of water safety. And we've been talking, Daniel, about young New Zealanders, but I guess swim schools are there for everyone, right? Absolutely. And, you know, we're seeing more and more um, 
new New Zealanders that are adults that are that are needing some of these skills, along with um, just mums and dads wanting to be able to be more confident and have more fun with their kids in the water. So it is. There's no stigma attached to it. It's just an opportunity to learn some more skills and give yourself um, better opportunities of catching those big St. Clair waves. Well, if you're someone who really enjoys um, this beautiful country that we live in and all the opportunities it does give us to to swim and swim safely, then just think a little bit about whether you can make a contribution to help another individual, perhaps a young one or anyone else, to get those lessons that they need to keep themselves safe and for us to bring down those very concerning figures. You can make uh, a donation, the equivalent of uh, just $20 will get a lesson, uh, and if you can afford more, well, that'll be great too. The website to go to www.swimsafer.org.nz that's swimsafer.org.nz Daniel, well all the best with this uh, this campaign Um, I I know that uh, your whole team will be invested in seeing some of those troubling statistics um, come down over the coming years Yeah, absolutely and thank you for the opportunity and uh, yeah, we, we hope that we can generate enough interest to really get this going so thank you very much Daniel Gerard, CEO of Water Safety New Zealand joining us on the Awesome Morning Show This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air